Hello and welcome everyone to a special episode of the Culture Nerd Podcast. Today we have Andrew List, uh, A-List Productions, the writer and director of the upcoming fan film Superman Solar. So we're going to talk to him about the project and kind of anything else that we we bring up because we're going to chase some squirrels. I already know it's coming. So let's jump into it, everybody. Boop. <laughs> and here Thanks we are. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Thanks me, for guys. Coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I, my pleasure. Um, it was... It's funny because like I don't I never understood why we never crossed paths before because I think Dawson had been telling me to get on your radar for years now and I'm like eventually and I never did and I, and I, I remember I, I think I googled I went to he's like oh search for him and I'm like okay and I went onto Twitter and I like tried to type in your username and I'm like I'm not finding him and I'm finding smut so I'm not I'm on the wrong path I think you told me the wrong thing oh, and, gotcha. like, and I was like eventually I will find them and then like he was like it's here's the link and I'm like Wow, <laughs> I was, could have started this a while ago. That's all good. Better late uh, than never, honestly. Like to link yeah. up with people with with like minded interests. So. But no, uh, I I looked a lot into the Superman Solar Project, and um, I definitely loved everything I was seeing as you were leading up to the uh, the crowdfunding campaign. Um, I loved the suit. I loved all the uh, the designs, and it was had this very old school. Um, yeah. What is the uh, there's a specific artist that did that style of Superman, Max Flusher? That's the one, Max yeah. Flusher. It's very much, I saw that, I'm like, I know that look, I've seen that look. That was the childhood yeah. one because when I was a kid, um, we like kind of so our age, I guess, we we didn't have like the Batman animated series and the Superman animated series came out when we were already in like middle school, and it was like late elementary, early in the middle school. And I actually remember watching those old uh, Superman serials. My dad had them on VHS and that was, I loved them. And looking back on them, they were so beautifully done. Oh, even, the animation is, even is by almost today's still standard, unmatched. Still yeah. amazing. Like, yeah, good for them. It's yeah. like 80 years old at this point. They're insane, yeah. but yeah. they're so good. And when I saw the, the Superman costume, I'm like, there's my childhood. That's the Superman. Like there's the, the black foreground and, there it is like it's awesome yeah well i appreciate that we took a we took a long time when it came to designing the suit i kind of i kind of wanted it to be a a retro meets modern and i really so i took inspiration from the max flusher took inspiration from man of steel and then kingdom come and that's kind of where my head was at when we were designing the full the full look of everything um and yeah i couldn't be happier with what i keep looking this way because it's right here have it on a mannequin now oh so cool yeah so i keep looking that way because I'm, I'm seeing it but uh but yeah it's uh man it was it was a it was a, a tough situation from the sense of like you know it's made to these measurements for my actor for glenn and the boots were made by tilly fx and so not even the same guy did the boots and it was one of those like if this doesn't all match up and this doesn't fit right we're kind of screwed i mean they did measurements <laughs> but you never know something could go wrong but thankfully when he came down for the fitting everything fit like perfect and it was just like I, I remember smiling ear to ear when he put it on. I was, it just felt like we caught like lightning in a bottle. And I knew we did when we were shooting because I got to see everyone else's reaction every single time they saw him in the suit for the first time, which was really cool. I think what really caught me when I first when I first saw the suit, I think it was actually um, it came through my feed and it was this one. It was the Alex Ross yeah. poster that you guys had done. And when I saw that, I'm like, damn. Okay, yeah, I'm all for this. Yeah, because it was such a such a cool. Uh, like you see, and I, I I love how fan films have evolved to what they are now. Like mm -hmm. I, because when we were younger, like everyone would get their their janky camcorders, and it was oh, kind yeah. of like that, like a the movie Super Eight, where everything was just like it was fun. Yeah, that's that's where I started with doing crazy film, low same, Yeah, yeah, little goofy things like that. Yeah, and I, I see this, and I'm like, this is. And a lot of people even say like this stuff is what is starting to rival what the studios are putting out and such a great oh, way i love it's it. hard to hear that kind of pressure but it but it is yeah. it is flattering to hear so when did you fall in love with superman where does when did superman enter your life has he always been there yeah I mean, eventually you're right you have a, a bookshelf of movies in front of you when you're a kid and you yeah. you know i grabbed at star wars very many a time when did you yeah. start grabbing superman Man, as, as far back as I can remember, I mean, you know, obviously when you're young, you, all your memories kind of disperse, but I still distinctly remember, like, I had this giant beanbag, like, uh, that you could sit in, and I remember distinctly uh, pretending from Superman 4, not the best movie, but I remember watching it as a kid, and 
pretending like I got smashed underneath the moon and I would bust out of it. I still remember doing that. Um, as far back as I can remember, though, Superman was always always the one for me. I mean, I liked other characters, but I would watch those VHS tapes so often, so frequently. Even used to watch the old uh, '90s Captain America movie, and uh, but yeah, I used to, my parents used to have them all recorded, and, and yeah, Superman always. Like I, I always tell people, when I was a kid, I was drawn to him because of his powers, and then when I got older, I was drawn to him because of his morals and his humanity. So it's kind of kind of interesting how that how that works, you know. Well, they say hook them while they're young. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah, I'm yeah. glad that there was more substance there to yeah. then get you there. Um, what is your, tell me about the roller coaster of emotions, because uh, judging by your beard, you have some age on you. You've gone through a roller coaster of cinematic experiences with the Superman movies. What are the ones you've enjoyed? What are some of the ones you felt missed the mark? Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. Um, Obviously, Chris Reeve, uh, it's just definitive Superman to me, and he always has been. I mean, uh, Superman 1 and Superman 2 are, are really strong. Um, I, I think Superman 3 isn't unsavable, but they, they did a, too much comedy, like, jokey stuff, but there's still some good moments in that. Superman 4 is down down bad, but there's lots of reasons behind that. The studio messed with their budget and all sorts of stuff. Uh Cocaine. cocaine was alive in the world as yeah. well. I think you know what I mean. <laughs> uh Superman Returns is is a more miss than a than a make for me. And that's just because I mean you make a movie about Superman and he has like five lines in the whole movie, which is so bizarre. Um I remember yeah. watching that movie and being like, why can't he just punch a robot? Like, why isn't there anything where <laughs> right. he's punching a yeah, robot? The, the special effects were great and everything like that. Um, but yeah, the there he doesn't fight anything. He he has like three or four lines in like with iconic characters. He doesn't say much. He shows um, every one of his powers in a very circumstantial way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, man, I, I love Man of Steel. Uh, that that was that was that's just a home run to me um, of of a modern take on on Superman. And I like BVS too. I know that movie gets a lot of hate by people, but I, I enjoy BVS. Well, um, funny thing is that Michael was very against it for the longest time, and I'm like, watch the director's cut, and you're like, it's not going to be yeah, saveable. That's the one. Like, that's Watch the one. it. And then you texted me like three hours later. Wow. And I'm like, there, see? Yeah. One of the Night things, and day. One yes. of the things I have to explain to people all the time, now that I am this deep dive of nerdom each week, that like <laughs> the theatrical releases for these movies really shit the bed and really miss the mark and put a weird taste in people's mouths. Now, there are better versions of them. And yeah, the director's cut of that movie. I walked away from that movie being like, we need more Batman. After that movie, I was sold that Ben Affleck needs a full movie. You know, yeah. the, the, the longer scenes where he tells Alfred, like, we already tried the other way and it didn't work. Show me that. Let's see, you know, that. Yeah, yeah. And that my, it was the same thing with Superman in that movie. I need way more Superman. Mm -hmm. um, of which we didn't get until another redone, Zack Snyder, yeah. which came out the way that it did. But... Uh, there's hope for tomorrow. Henry Cavill wants to bring the franchise back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the the post credits thing. I was I was like chills for me getting to see that happen and uh, him being back. So I'm just I'm just glad they're finally. It always felt weird to me when when DC had their problems and obviously they haven't worked them all out yet. But to 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 not utilize you have to utilize Superman and Batman or you're not going to have a Justice League. Like what are we doing? It, it it's like the 1990s pilot that that failed. It's like it doesn't work oh, without them too. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. So you you have seen it. You're oh yeah. Few uh, I unfortunately have sat through that painful. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half too. It's so long. It is so weird. Um, yes. It's like I'm not the sure office if I meets, made you watch it's like it. It's the office meets the superhero show. It's they have like these sit down interviews with them while they're out fighting. It's so strange. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen it, but it's uh, very. I, on a side Michael note, hasn't. I have I'm not I have not seen it. And in fact, if it's as terrible as you say, I maybe should watch it. Cause I Mystery Science Theater, you could definitely do that. Okay, great. Because yeah. I've done a pretty good job of watching all of the bad goods. There's a ton of bad superhero movies. And I feel yeah. like I've watched them all. And I will watch another one any yeah. day of the week. Yeah. How about I do this? I think it was 1997, Michael. I think, is when it came out. Yeah, they basically tried to do a Justice League series with no Superman, no Batman. It's like all the side. Or not? Are you, made. are you ready for this? Are you ready oh, for this? Here we go. Um, yeah. There they are. There they are. Wow. There they are. Flash, Green Lantern, Fire and Ice, The Atom, and Martian Manhunter was also in it. But it was like, why is this a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Turquoise Lantern. 
um it, it was so weird and um and they tried to make I, like all of their cowls and masks like clearly influenced by tim burton's batman mask like they yeah. all have that like definitive i'm so blown away that the flash <laughs> looks like batman but in red <laughs> right yeah it was it's very odd though it's very strange wow. i'll find it one of these days michael and i'll send it to you i have clips of it I have oh. the whole thing on a hard drive somewhere because of know, course you do. You, you got to hold on to that. Sometimes yeah. you got to hold on to it. But yeah. speaking of uh, Superman and raising them young, this was my son for Halloween. I love it. Uh, That's awesome. Drop the light down because apparently uh, I can have it like on so where I can't see it, but the camera picks it up beautifully, which I is super it. weird. Love it. Um, but he he was running around like a little monster and. My oldest was dressed up as Darth Vader, and the youngest was uh, Superman. So hey, that's that was, that's all that's all good. good. I mean, speaking back to when I was because that just reminded me when I was a kid, I had a remember there was preschool pictures. Another thing I remember from my childhood, and I begged my parents to let me wear my Superman outfit underneath my like nice shirt and stuff for the preschool pictures, and they let me. And if you and like the actual picture we have, like you can see the Superman like pajamas <laughs> through the through the thing, but like it was for me, it was getting to be Clark Kent and Superman. And we're now past Halloween, but I want to let everyone know that's the easiest costume I've ever heard of. All you have to do is wear a Superman S and then wear a nice outfit and then just go like this at the party. And everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. You can always like add just a little bit more to it and put like a red sheet on underneath it and have it hang out the back of your shirt. I have the whole PJs on underneath the full full suit underneath. I remember that. Like I think uh, think it was kindergarten. Um, I, I got like, I think it was the Batman 89. Mm-hmm. Uh, costume like i had like the the hard chest plate and the half mask and i was walking around like this with the cape and i love it oh no it was, it was actually batman returns i'm thinking of like the, when i was actually yeah yeah it was, it was batman returns his costume so it wasn't like the armored it was like it was different but no um michael knows batman has been my my hero ever since i was a kid but um, gotcha. i i always felt superman returns was a solid epilogue but not its own it shouldn't it it failed as its own thing yeah my my biggest flaw with it uh beyond the things we already talked about is like i so superman has a five-year-old kid that he supposedly didn't know was his kid and he's been gone for five years meaning he saw lois about to pop like she's she's gonna give birth any day now and he's like like, hey i'm gonna go see if krypton's still here (laughs) and he just leaves for five years it's like the most un-superman thing yeah that he could possibly do but also (laughs) on that same note like in the original superman like you already know that he hears everything, so he would have he would have known. Yeah, but yeah, that was just holes. a weird angle. Holes. <laughs> yeah, so many of them there. Unless like they like bumped uglies and then he booked it like the next day. Like he's yeah, like, yeah, he's like, well, I, I have to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I don't get why yeah. it took him five years to see if Krypton was there because, like, in my mind, I'm like, he has his powers till he hits the red sun. So fly, physically fly the ship till you get close enough. Hop in the ship. Like, why did it take five years? Yeah. I don't, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but um, have you, there is a director's cut version of that movie that essentially the work print cut. Um, a buddy of mine sent it and it's dramatically better. Um, it has that, uh, it takes away the opening paragraph where it says Superman was gone. Like it actually reinserted that scene where he's flying to Krypton and uh, yes, he gets yes. there. Really Great cool scene. scene. Um, it adds some other uh, deleted scenes throughout the movie and even adds uh, the bit at the end where uh, they say that the, the floating continent has basically formed itself into its own little planet nestled between earth and Mars. And uh, uh, Perry's like, so what should we call this new planet? And she's like, let's just name it new Krypton. And they kind of like, that's cool. Like I've, never, I've never seen that, that part. There that's was cool. a lot of this really cool stuff. And I'm like, why did they cut this out? It only is like 20 minutes longer. Like, right. What's wrong with you people? I think the problem studio. is most of the studio executives don't actually yeah. know what the, what, what people yeah. are going to like. They think they do, but yeah. Well, and I also feel like we don't, they don't understand what fans want. Like, they always give us this weird, like, here you go, nerds. This is what you wanted, right? And then even after the movie, you're like, yeah, that was, that was the incarnation of the character, but it came off wrong or their intentions were wrong. And that's not how they would. I I don't understand why we haven't been able to figure out that yet. Like, why don't we just get the one vision all the way through? I I remember, uh, when my when me and my brother were kids and we went and saw the uh, the original X Men movies and they're like, what do you expect? Yellow spandex. Me and my brother looked at each other in the theater and we go, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we're like, yeah, that, that is what we expected, absolutely. <laughs> and FYI, I don't know. 
there's no we we there's no information i'm not as deep into all this as taylor he, for he sure they will be in yellow spandex in deadpool 3 for oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, sure yeah, they're gonna make him wear the costume for sure it's gonna oh, happen yeah and even yeah. if it's only one dimension or whatever they're doing with it he will be in the yellow in the yellow getup for yeah, sure yeah. i agree i mean at the minimum it's gonna be the yellow and brown but yeah, the, if, I mean, if they did that suit they teased forever ago, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like Michael, you know the suit, right? I'm fine with brown. I think they need to set up yellow because X-Men 97 is coming back. And then that's going to burst. That show is, I don't know how that show ends, but I guarantee you it ends with them walking through a portal and now being people, right? Like it's yeah, oh, it great. Yeah, so that was probably one of the most frustrating things yeah. that they've ever done on film. They tease it and um, never used it. <laughs> because um, they teased it at the very end of... It was the director's cut, actually, of the Wolverine. Of mm. The one, the Japan one. And um, I remember when it, it it leaked online, Fox freaked out, then people went and bought the director's cut and saw that scene, and they were like, why did you cut it out first? Second, yeah. why is he not wearing it? <laughs> like, yeah. Especially was, if the goal was to set it up in Japan... Like, why not give him another another mask-like thing where he's like, oh, this functionally works better. I can see that. I, I, it focuses. Like, just give some reason to, like, yeah. why he would wear that. And then set that up. Yeah. Like, and it's not even that hard. You can argue that, oh, Wolverine can heal. He doesn't need to wear armor. Yeah, but healing takes time. Well, so another wearing that, a helmet well, keeps him fighting longer. <laughs> one thing I always talk about with Wolverine, yes, he can heal, but he's still, like he's still getting shot. It's not like the bullets yeah. he's still getting. So wouldn't he rather wear armor and not have to heal? <laughs> like it would, I mean, I'm imagining if I could heal and I'm getting my arm cut off, it's going to hurt every single time. So I'd yeah. rather not get my arm cut off. Like, yeah. Listen, yeah, like, the world of, logic. <laughs> the world of allegories between Wolverine and other characters and pain and stuff like that. Let's go back to our prodigal son. Bullets bounce off of him. He get, he jumps over buildings. Um, You've now released your campaign. I watched the trailer for the uh, for everything that you're doing. Uh, it, it's so crazy. The I, I haven't I don't know any of this yet, but the amount of work you've had to do to get to this point, and there's still a mountain of work ahead yeah. of you. So, how long did it take you to get to this point? How has this process been? How long has this idea been brewing in your brain? That's obviously now coming out to the universe. Yeah, well, the ideas, I mean, there, lots of the ideas have been in my head for many, many years before I even think it was just like, I would love to see this done if, in a Superman movie. I would love for them to tackle this, touch on this. And same thing with what my costume and what my suit would look like, those same kind of things. And it wasn't till, I mean, now it's probably almost two years uh, about whenever I actually approached like Glenn and first talked to him about it and and I knew he was who I wanted to, to play it before I had even, uh, I had even talked to him. So I was like, if he says no, then I'm, I'm going to be scrambling for somebody else. Um, but he was, he was all in on the, on everything. And yeah, so it was, it was a long process and a lot of nervousness, like too, because when you launch like a campaign, I kept telling people like, cause you know, I, I, I didn't get reimbursed for the suit. That was all out of pocket money for me to get the suit made before we launched the campaign. And for me, it was like, you know, I know I can get eyes on our project when we launch the campaign, but I don't know if donations are going to come in because you never know. Like, you, you don't. So I was like, this could be just a massive, like, flop and failure. I don't know. But, you know, I'm hoping it's not. I, I had already talked to a bunch of people that I've worked on other projects with about being involved and, and just so we could make this as good as we could. And thankfully, we didn't reach the goal, but we got so close. We were able to do almost everything we had written in the script. So, yeah. Uh, when does shooting start then when oh no the, the shootings happened yeah wow. uh we have we have two scenes left to film that don't involve superman uh or any of the bulk cast um and they'll be filmed everything will be wrapped like filming wise pickup scenes all that by january that'll all be completely wrapped wow so i wanted to bring up you brought in this fella yes aaron smolinski such a great great dude and I feel like people don't realize, I mean, people who know the stuff should know who Aaron is, especially because he was baby Superman. Um, yeah. And then he's also been in like every other Superman related project in some way yeah. or another. Like, 
I remember seeing him in Man of Steel, like behind the general. Yes. I'm like, I see baby Superman's wearing armor now. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually told me a funny story when he when he was cast in Man of Steel. He said that like when they were doing the take, they were they they like stopped, they're like, That's your line, Aaron. And he's like, Nobody what I have a line? Like nobody told me anything. And they were like, Oh, well, but he said he ended up getting cut anyways, but he said he had a line that, that didn't make the cut, but I thought that was interesting. So seeing the behind the scenes photo, I saw this photo on your social media and then you sent it to me just now as well. And yes. I saw the photo and I, based on the standoff and the positions, is he Lex Luthor? He'll have to wait and he'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I feel like know. that would be such a fun, fun evolution. I mean, as a child, you're it was Superman, as an adult, a very you're... fun scene to film. Yeah. I'll say um, that. It was very fun to film. That's, that's exciting because um, seeing adult him and, I could see him play a fantastic Luther, and I fingers crossed that's Lex Luther. <laughs> I mean, I mean, truly, he was he was just a, a complete like pleasure to deal with for this whole process. Um, working with me on and every idea I pitched to him, he was like, "That sounds amazing. Let's do it." Like he was there. There was no fighting back or like, "Well, if you want me to do that, it's going to cost extra." Like it was, mm. it was all, he was all like, "Let's do it. Let's let you know afterwards. Let's get Texas barbecue." He was all about just hanging out and I, I total pleasure hanging out with the guy like no negatives at all that's awesome it yeah. is nice at, at at this level uh that even on a even on the level that you are funding this that you can get eyes and stuff on it and that a long time ago you would almost try to be selling these as like fan fiction student films but now people understand no there is a market for this and that People are going to see this. You know, eventually this is going to finish. Uh, does it go to cons first? Do, do you, uh, where does this, how do we get to see this when it is finished? When it when it's finished, it'll be put on my YouTube channel for free. Everyone can enjoy it that way. Our plan is to be able to do a local premiere for all the cast and crew and people and, and you know, invite media personalities, you know, to if they want to attend as well. Um, and, uh, but yeah, other than that, it'll be released online. Uh, for everybody to hopefully enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, it's a year two Superman story, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about this uh, this emotional journey that kal is going to go through. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I've been very secretive about all the details. because You I definitely wanna... have. That's what I'm like. I, I would love to know something about this film. Because, like, why don't we go about this another way? Well, what? What are the archetypes of superman <laughs> that stand out to you what do you where do you feel like the where they haven't done a good job in films yeah okay that's a good that's a good way to put it um where i can touch on a little bit uh i think that they've really struggled with showing superman's humanity in film i'm not saying where he doesn't show compassion they've done that but i mean where he's been put in situations where it's his moral compass that leads the correct path opposed to, oh, I can punch this rocket into space or I can, uh, you know, throw this other, this villain here. Um, and I think that that's something that they've, they've done it in the comics very well and many times in the comics, but they've never really touched on it in live action too much. So that's the overarching thing is putting Superman in a situation where none of his powers can actually resolve the situation. It's his humanity based on how he was raised by the Kents that will resolve the main problem now that isn't to say that we won't have superman uh moments that you expect because there are a lot of those you know action high exciting things that you would expect to see he's punching but... a robot taylor he just told me <laughs> a bunch of robot and all a bunch of sparks are gonna come out the top honestly hearing you say that reminds me of um all-star superman that was one of our and inspirations the... In the comic, uh, there was this one panel. I, I cannot remember which character it was, but this girl was standing on the ed on the uh, yep. ledge, uh, basically saying that uh, the world sucks. I'm I'm going to end it. Yep. And he flies up there and just kind of sits with her and says, "I'm going to stay with you until you're okay." And he doesn't do anything. It's kind of it reminded me. It's like the same scene was also done in the Justice League with Batman and, and Ace, where the mm -hmm. character is dying and he's like, "I'm going to hold your hand until the end." Like, you don't use your your powers. You just use your heart. And that's yep. This you're, also you're... feels like the opposite scene in The Boys when Homeland was up on the roof with the woman. That was yeah. actually in The Boys. That was that scene they were making fun of it. Were yeah, they? They, okay, yeah, yes, right. yes. That scene is so crazy, and you're that like, you're the worst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 right on the money with with uh with the thought process going into it. So yeah, because uh, I mean, 
Superman is he is the product of two things. I mean, it's the whole nature versus nurture argument in a character. Like he is his nature is he is a Kryptonian. He is essentially a god among men, but nurtured. He was raised by the Kents, and they made his heart. Like they they helped him become this he, morally sound character. It's always been a definitive piece that the Kents are what makes him a good person. Yeah. Um, the way they raise him, like specifically, I mean, we've seen other stories like Red Sun. What happens yeah. when that? You know, um, or even, Russian becomes a tyrant, <laughs> yeah, or even Flashpoint, since he's captured by the government, he be, he hates you know people in general and and trust levels low with everybody. Yeah. So uh, I've I've always felt that, and that's why like you know in in Solar, he doesn't know he's Kryptonian, and he doesn't know about Jarrell or Krypton. He knows he's not from here, and he knows he has abilities. And I did that specifically so he he wouldn't have which I think is a useful tool future, but I think as a new Superman, it's more useful for him to not have Jarrell in his back pocket for every issue yeah. that comes up where you can be like, hey, what do I do? Oh, okay, this is what you do. Okay, cool. Well, now I have the answers. So. Well, that's intriguing because that reminds me a lot of the setup to the 90s uh, Lois and Clark show where um, I think he doesn't find out the word Krypton or any of that stuff until like three or four episodes yeah. in. Yeah. And I always love that dynamic. Like his mom made him the suit and they had that weird montage where she's showing all these different outfits. You and... might get to see something like that in our. And I like that. I like that. I, I always loved that setup where he, he found himself as a human. He, he basically, he knew he was different, but he thought he was just a different human until mm -hmm. he found the ship and was like, Oh no, I'm something else. And right. I thought that was a very unique dynamic for the character. Instead of just like, I mean the, the, the 70 Superman, I mean, they kind of took the, uh, I like to say it's like the, the the path of Jesus approach, where like he's a kid, and then next page he's an adult, and that's how they kind of they yeah. didn't know how to do it, so they just jumped, jumped. ten years. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Man of Steel was like front and center, like he's gonna go like a wandering nomad and help people, and then he's gonna find this ship and be like, okay, I'm somehow connected to it, aren't I? Like, and then right. that's how that goes. But I've always liked how he was in Lois and Clark, how he was Superman for a good chunk of time before he found out that oh there's there's meaning behind this right yeah i agree uh not talking about what you did but what are some <laughs> of your favorite superman villains that you that we haven't seen on film that you would love to see fully explored because they oh, keep teasing yeah. them and i feel like we keep getting other people's villains adjacent we get lex Luthor, yeah. but he's bringing in other people superman has a a, a pantheon of villains that yes. we could that we've never even touched yeah i mean obviously these have been touched in in a small way like as a as a interpretation on smallville or on lois and clark in the past but uh i think brainiac is one that's just been like why are we not using this this is an actual threat i mean it's a threat that's justice league level where they could all be involved with mm -hmm. um doomsday done appropriately in terms of the death and return of superman uh it's nothing against what they did in BVS. It's just I would rather have seen a full like death and return of Superman arc done closer to the comics. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mixel Pitalik would be amazing because he can shapeshift and time travel and manipulate Superman and make him look old, fat, whatever they want to do with him. Like, which is it's a fun character to play with. Um, if Man of Steel 2 does well, because I think we're not going to get that story. That's Man of Steel 3, because mm -hmm. that right there describes what they're doing with Spider-Man now, and right. probably pretty soon what happens in Flash. And it feels like everybody wants to see other Supermans. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, the, and to me right now, we're in such a prime and, and, and wonderful time in a sense of obviously not every actor who's played Superman is, is alive, but there are a lot that are not only alive that are in good enough shape or appearance that could put on the costume again for even a cameo or something yeah, like, like you know i mean controversial nature aside um when the cw was doing their their crisis stuff yeah i was like why isn't dean kane here because absolutely he's still jacked like mm -hmm. he's he's not like he hasn't let himself go i mean yeah people on the internet on twitter hate him because he's a republican and he's very outspoken republican but yeah He's still Superman to a lot of people. Superman's yeah. not a Republican. Superman's from space. So he can look Superman's like... Parents, realistically, Superman's parents Re probably are Republicans. Though. Realistically, <laughs> so. for sure, they're Republicans. But yeah. please don't hold that against them, okay? that's not. It's not against them. That's where they grew up. I, I like to believe that Superman is a firm libertarian. <laughs> he, like, he rides that middle line. My and thought process has always been, like, super, when it comes to, like, the political realm and Superman, yeah. is that he 
would make both parties mad because his goal is to do what's right without a hidden agenda yeah, behind it. Exactly. it. So if it makes somebody mad, he'd be like, no, this is what I feels right in the situation. It would never be leaning towards, he would, he would get canceled on Twitter for sure. He, for you know, like, sure. <laughs> yeah. But every superhero would, cause they would, okay. they would be making choices in uh, situations that, but, but back on the actual topic is I, th I think that <laughs> I think we're in a, a multiverse Superman situation. Absolutely. We got Brandon Dean, uh, Tyler, Tom Welling, like they're all good enough where they could still do all these things. I like so when we talked to Tom and uh, and Michael about jealous uh, by the way, Will, jealous by the way. But it was it was, uh, it was that the happiest. Happened. It was the happiest I've ever seen Taylor. He I, was well, no, so it was, it was, excited. He was. It was funny because I, I texted Michael. Um, so they, uh, Michael Rosemont followed me on 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 Instagram, and I'm like, that's not him. Right. And like, I'm like, I'm being, I'm being catfish, whatever. This isn't him. Yeah. And then like, he messaged me. I'm like, Oh no, it is him. Oh no. <laughs> what do That's I do? Amazing. And like, I immediately started panicking. And then, uh, then he's like, I want to talk to my producer. And, uh, he brought up, uh, the producer brought up the, the new show, the Talkville. And we got mm -hmm. to talking and I was like, I don't know. I, I, it was such a surreal thing, but back to the, uh, uh, the reason I brought it up was, uh, Tom was so against wearing the tights throughout mm -hmm. the entire run of Smallville. And now if you ask him, he's like, let's do it. Let's put them on. And I'm like, yes, let's do yeah, it. That, that alone would, would, I mean, if, if he did it and, and in the theater and a movie, like I'm just imagining trailer level, a multiverse Superman movie. We know what we're getting, whatever they tease it at the end of the previous film. And you drop a trailer that shows Tom Welling in the suit somewhere in there. You break the internet. I mean, you break yeah. the internet. You can even not even have them fight. You could have Superman go through a portal, and each portal we see another Superman. Yeah. And we just see a scene of Smallville where he's like, "What was that?" And he's like, "Don't look at that. Look at me. What are we gonna do about this relationship?" Yeah, I, I, I mean, even like, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage, I would be okay right? with the oh. put him in the suit. I'm gonna uh, let you. I, I also think that Nicholas Cage is the rogue Superman that we never got that absolutely could appear in one of these. If yeah, why if, not? If Tim Burton does this Batman three, it's supposedly whatever this like next. You gotta have Nicolas Cage show up and be like, "Batman, what are you doing?" <laughs> For a long time, Bruce. <laughs> For a long time, Bruce. Yep. I, 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 I want to talk about their costumes. I mean, uh, the Smallville season eleven comic. Yeah. That costume was rad. I mean, it had the Christopher Reeves uh, vibe mm -hmm. to it, but it also had the Superman Returns logo on his chest. Yep. But then it also had like this. It had the weird. Uh, darker blue on the like under yes. the arm down the chat like and then it basically it screamed man of steel before man of steel was a thing mm -hmm. and i love that suit but as you brought it up nick cage's superman suit um it was different but it wasn't uh, I, bad different dude i i would all be for i would all be for them doing it bring him in for the internet yeah. they, they are they're aware nowadays you know marvel and dc in general the internet is smart they they know people aren't just you know gonna be like I don't get it. Why is he in here? And if they do say that, there's somebody to your left or to your right in the theater that can be like, I'll tell you whenever that when the credits roll up. Yep. I'll explain it to you. <laughs> like when I when I saw the Avengers in was it 2012 when that movie came yes. out? Yes. Yeah. Um, when the Thanos scene happened at the end, I'm like, oh, Thanos. And my wife's like, who's the purple dude? I'm like, you'll see. I heard somebody in the theater, no lie, say, oh, Red Skull. I still remember it. And I was like, nope, that's Thanos. <laughs> and he started like screaming. Like, <laughs> But no, like when I saw that, I I knew it, and I had to explain yeah. to my family on the car ride who he was. And uh, ironically, uh, my my brother was like, "Who's Thanos?" I'm like, "You know who Darkseid is?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Marvel's Darkseid," and he's like, "Yeah." And now people are like, "Oh, who's Darkseid?" It's Marvel. It's DC Thanos. <laughs> like, it's yeah, yeah. Ironically, how that happened, but is yeah, very true. Yep. But I feel like Darkseid's more evil. I feel like he's evil. Like, oh, evil, like, like. Thanos, a body Thanos. You leave people leave that Avengers movie being like, wow, about Thanos made a really good point. I gotta give a point over like you still sympathize with the man part of it. No, Dark Side is all yeah, it's yeah. all demonic, it's all yes. terrible. It's like yeah. what's what's your deal, Thanos? He's like, I wanna I wanna bring balance because he's he's like and Dark Side's like, I want to rule <laughs> everything. And, and Dark Side's right. like, I want everyone to be under my boot, and if you're not, you're gonna just be you're gonna you're gonna feed my garden. Yeah, like no <laughs> which Zack snyder's justice league seeing him on the screen i mean that that was just epic to me yeah like, i loved uh the the imagery at the end when you see him in his his uh is essentially his like 
Satanist temple. Like, yeah. it, looked like it. it was like it was a like throne area. Yeah. This throne, it had like this, this, the glass, the painted glass windows. And I'm like, this is the creepiest, most perverse. I love this. Like I'm all for this. This is so, such I, good imagery. I'm so sad that it's like just a stalemate now. You know, we got teased yeah. to see the dark side, dark side and the justice league go at it. And... Yeah. But at the same oh, time, you also have uh, Jason Momoa losing his mind yesterday on social media. That stuff's so, coming. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. has happened. I mean, what, Jason, what, like, what, what happened? Okay. He, so, yeah. So yesterday he went on and said, I can't say anything. I hate that they're doing this to me. I can't say anything. And he's like, but uh, the best news has just happened. I'm so excited. Only like you're just swearing excitement, just everything. And he's like, you know who you are. Can't wait. Maestro, click. And the only person he's ever referred to as this maestro was Zack Snyder. And Ezra Miller has referred to Zack as maestro as well. During a DC fandom one year, he called him the maestro, Zack Snyder. But then at the same time, he also said the maestro uh, of the Flash movie is Andy Muschietti. So um, people are now arguing if yeah. Jason is referring to either Andy or Zack. And um, I think, uh, given... James Gunn's comments over the weekend about acknowledging the fans, acknowledging the air cut stuff and kind of saying, we're going to move forward in a new direction. Um, pissed off a lot of people. A lot of people thought that was a very like, it's like he listened to us, but he said, no, like a lot of people were really mad, but now Jason is like losing his mind in excitement. What if, what if that's it? What if he's bringing Zach back in a producer I th- capacity? I think it's likely that would happen just because James and Zach are friends. I mean, they and did, they've been uh, friends Dawn for the like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I'm not someone in the sense of if they never bring him back, I hate DC forever. And there are people who have that outlook that it's like if he doesn't come back, I hate, I'm never watching DC ever again. But I, but his excitement, it's something big. It, it, it's something huge. They got the whole Justice League cast back to do a sequel. Zach's going to do, I mean, it's something big. He wouldn't be doing that if they're like, oh, we're doing Aquaman 3 also. One like, of I don't the think his reaction would be that. One of the things you touched upon was, you know, you said, you know, Brainiac would have to be, it's a Justice Justice League level villain. Mm-hmm. Great. Have Brainiac attack Superman and Man of Steel 2 and leave him in a situation where the rest of the team has to come. That's a great, like, right. get the band back together kind of and like not. A, like, like a Ghostbusters Afterlife thing. Like, oh, we're losing here we are and and I like, know, have something like that i know not everyone loves all the stuff that came after snyder's and there's some of it i don't like at all and some of it i yeah. do like but i i really want to see billy batson with the justice league i, I want to see that so badly because the dynamic will be so entertaining to watch yeah so i always love in the comics or even in the the young justice show when they find out that billy batson is actually a kid and they're like you're not old enough to be on the team yeah like, why not i'm an adult they're like no you're really not dude <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I love it. Um, but uh, I I am excited for whatever's coming forward. I I just want more DC. I I'm yes. not um, I'm not one of those uh, writer dies with one director or one thing. I I yeah. love the vision that Zach gave. I want to see more of it. I would prefer to see more of it. If I got the choice Same. of picking that or doing something else, I would go that. But um, pragmatically, you you can't live your whole life that way. So, um, but on the same note. Um, we had rumors that uh, Joe Manganiello is returning as Deathstroke. And the last time he was teasing Deathstroke, he was teasing the Legion of Doom. So I think that might be a thing. So That would be awesome. That's just my thoughts. Uh, I bet that at the end of the first act is the of the next Suicide Squad, uh, Aquaman beats everybody up and sends them limping away. Like, I think we're going to start getting that type of stuff. Now that we have this unification of everything and that they're going to build towards, I think we're going to see those walls of like, nope, can't, can't have that person in this movie. I think everyone's going to show up in everything now. And it's going to make these movies feel so much more fun. Especially when, uh, when the rock recently did that uh, interview, I think it was with comic book movie, maybe, maybe comicbook.com. But he, he basically said like, they asked about Henry coming back and that say they were saying like, he's to think, but he basically says in a much nice, more professional way that, yeah, all the stuff that wasn't able to happen was the old guys that don't exist anymore, that are fired, that are no. that don't work here anymore. So he, he said it in a nicer way, but it's basically saying all the stuff you guys wanted to happen got shot down by them every time, and now we got new management and things are getting more yeses than noes. Which is and I, I love the story of how like the the old management kept saying no, kept saying no, kept the saying Superman no. Superman coming like, back. <laughs> he's like, fine, fine, we'll do another headless cameo. They filmed the headless cameo, and he's like, I don't like it. 
let me do it for reals. And again, Walter Hamada's like, no, you're not doing it. And he's like, I'm going to go to your boss now. I'm going to go around you. And yeah. he did. And then he said, yeah. And he's like, Superman's here. Well, one of the things that Discovery said when they bought Warner Brothers is how come you scared all this talent away? <laughs> and when yeah. Henry Cavill is willing to walk away from Netflix for, you know, he'll finish those contracts and hopefully has still a good relationship. But when he's ready to go back over, I mean, that's a big deal because they are going yeah. to, he is the tent pole guy that they're going to now build a ton of stuff around. They definitely Superman's put back. something in his contract that was like, check, check, check. And he was like, yep, that's all the things I want checked. Let's, yep. let's do Check, check, a big check is what they yeah, call it. Yeah, big check too, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's exciting to see. And um, I really, like, a lot of people are like, oh, hope and optimism is not the whole thing. But even Zach said that his whole plan for Superman was to eventually become, like, the iconic Christopher Reeve Superman. Like, mm -hmm. that was always the plan. So you have to see the rise of that story. And I, I, I loved, I love everything you're saying about Superman Solar because it, it makes me think that you're you're taking that kind of journey but in a different approach like you're not mm -hmm. going the he has to delve into the crap first and then rise up as a hero you're just he's trying to find himself and he's looking back on his life and i think that's a fantastic approach i have a question for you yes you have actualized superman in your universe have you thought about what batman looks like I've thought about what Batman looks like. I have. Um, what but, What would be your inspirations for the Batman costume? Well, that's that's a conversation that can maybe be had depending on how good, you know, this does. But right. uh, I, I'm a big fan. I mean, we, we heard it here first. I mean, World's, uh, world's Superman Solar 2 is world's finest. That's oh, right. God. <laughs> here we go. What Batman is Superman versus Metallo. I'm calling oh, it now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Now the internet's going to come after me with that but no really yeah. though that's what i want in a sequel like i want them to fight metallo <laughs> no i i i've thought about it because it's actually funny when we were when we were crowdfunding i got so many messages and comments and it's absurd because it's called superman solar and it would be like is batman in this is the flash in this is wonder woman in this and i'm like it's not dawn of the justice league like it's it's a superman right. movie and um you know i i tell people the movie is going to be filled with fun easter eggs for diehard fans for casual fans that they'll be able to see in there but it's not like you know you're gonna see batman show up in the movie <laughs> like some i don't yeah. want people to have false hope of something happening that's not gonna happen but um there, there's easter eggs and nods to dc universe things throughout the film so nice but i have i have made thoughts of, of what other characters would look like or what their stories would be but that's all i've really really done with that uh in our cinematic not Zack Snyder world anymore but maybe the maestro's coming back who knows um what heroes would you like to see brought into the Henry Cavill kind of world you know it's such a crazy shame to me that Green Lantern isn't here and Green there's Lantern. no and there's no conversation about it I I, yeah. I don't understand he is the missing beetle he's the guy yeah, that's yeah. not there yet it's um, it's so strange how much they've they've uh, kept Green Lantern in a in like a box for all these years, like for everything. Even when Crisis tried to do something, they're like, you can open a box and have a green light shine on his face. It's like, why why can't you? Use it? Oh, we're doing something with that. We're doing something with that. Even Snyder getting told uh, that Wayne T. Carr couldn't be Green Lantern after they filmed the scenes for him and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's a missed it's a huge missed opportunity. I mean, yes, it's a shame. And Green Lantern, when done right. He's so powerful, and 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 the creativity would be endless for what he would be creating with his ring and all these. So I I 100 think Green Lantern, and I, I had a reason or a an origin that would work in the in that universe is that he could have been one of the pilots when the World Engine was destroying Metropolis, and he mm. got knocked up into space, and that's he's just been missing for all this time. Hal Jordan just a missing pilot, and that was my thoughts is that some way they could tie it in, uh, and and because you know there'd be thousands of people presumed dead or missing after Zod's invasion. Like they would never have found everybody because they would have been vaporized or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they would just be missing or presumed dead. And I think that'd be a cool way to bring Hal Jordan into the mix. Yeah, like his, his ship, uh, is, his, his plane is attacked or whatever. It gets knocked down. He ejects and then the ring chooses him and nabs him and shoots him off. So yep. they're, they're like, oh, his plane went down. He's dead. But Ex yep, exactly. by a ring. Yeah. Uh, my idea, and I don't know how this works, but in the next Shazam movie, have Magic Green Lantern show up 
and do something. And he's like, can I ever call on you again? He's like, no, I'm magic. I'm out of here. But there's (laughs) there. You'll you'll see. Go get the other guy. Yeah. The other guy. Trust this symbol if you ever see it again. Look at yeah, the sky. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. And I, they're I, like, I, but you're here now. And he's like, no, I'm magic. I got to leave or something like I'm that. Definitely my, power, thinking, my weakness is wood. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we thinking that, like, you know, now with all the, the yeses more than noes, like, do you think Black Adam, like, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, like, filmed anything extra to add into Shazam, like, at all? It, like, I just don't know. I think there's a possibility. Well, I mean, I know uh, who the big celebrity cameo is for the new Shazam movie. Um, and I'm hoping that they do add some Dwayne in there too, because it would just be fun to kind of. Because I think, I when I was when I saw Black Adam, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people when he's like when he said Shazam for the first time, a lot of people were like, "Wait, that's this movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they showed the wizard in it, <laughs> the wizards in it. Yeah, you know, same like, actor. People didn't click that Shazam and Black Adam were as connected as they were. So I would think it'd be fun to connect them a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I I hope they do something like that. I, just because, I mean, even you can still, I mean, they can still tease Black Adam in this big like showdown confrontation kind of thing. But I mean, sh- he's a Shazam villain at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, before James Gunn took over, I would have said the answer is no. As of <laughs> now, I don't know. And yeah. you know, there's so much up in the air. And you know, the question we keep asking ourselves is how much of this is connected. You know. If the Blue Beetle does good, does the Blue Beetle show up in Man of Steel? Like, you know, stuff right. like that. So, well, that, I, I don't know. Of Blue Beetle, Michael, uh, just to kind of touch base on it. Uh, we had already heard rumors that uh, Sh- Superman and Supergirl were going to be referenced in the Blue Beetle. But just uh, just yesterday, in an interview with uh, George Lopez, he said that, I think Batman's in our movie now. And people were like, what? He's like, yeah. And they're like, which Batman? Wait. What do you mean yeah, Batman? Exactly. He, he was just five like, Batman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so it sounds like they caught it right at the time. They're in the middle of filming, and they're like, let's just add a few more things. That's Ben Affleck's Batman, if that's anybody, because he yeah. was there in costumes shooting stuff. Yeah. I mean, and when you when you see interviews from Zach, like, or from Zach, from Ben, whenever, like, BVS and stuff, he talks so highly, and he's so proud of it, he's so excited to be in the universe, and then it's like, I don't think that door's closed. It's more like, now that things are changing, he's like, cool, it's going to be fun to make these again. Let's Let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, all for I'm it. excited for the future of DC, and I'm I'm excited to see your your movie. I mean, you said Thank it's you. gonna be it's gonna be done. Um, principal uh, post filming pickups, everything should be done by New Year's. Do you expect? Obviously, this time next year it should be on YouTube. But do you have a oh yeah a targeted a targeted uh, I, date? I I don't have a targeted date yet, and the reason I don't I don't I don't do that is I I don't want to give people false hope if it's like oh well these. Because when you say like, oh, it's going to come for sure in the summer. And then and then I'm like, oh, this VFX sequence is just taking a lot more work than we thought. And then people are like, oh, so you lied. It's now, And then people get like so offended like it was an intentional, like, you know, you know, he, mess up. He also has to, he also has a family. He also has bills to pay. It's <laughs> yeah, not like yeah. he works on, it's not like anyone's paying him to do this. Except yeah, right. the wonderful funds that people gave to finish this, which is, I'm so happy that this is all coming. Great. So you are working on it. It's going to go yes. the computer soon. Um, yeah. And the, I mean, I've already started cutting scenes together. The, the, the biggest, like if there were no VFX in this, I could have this out relatively quick and like under a month, but there's VFX in it. So, you know, a lot of those things take a lot of time because, you yeah. know, Superman flying and, uh, you know, using his powers and things like that. But, um, I'm, I'm hoping like, I'm hoping that we can have a trailer released early next year that I can maybe have a, a window or pinpointed, uh, you know, date at that point, but it really comes down to how fast the whole team is able to put out VFX without compromising quality. Cause that's what I've told them to. It's like, I don't want anyone to be like, Oh, let's just get it done and get it out there. And it's like, no, well, there's no reason to, to have that thought process. Let's make it as good yeah. as we can. So I agree. I think if, if it's worth doing, it's, it's, it takes time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all for it. Like, if you believe that your best project can come out in 12 months, sweet. If you think that you need, 16 or 18 sweet I, right. whatever it takes to give the, the product that you are satisfied with that's what should that should be enough for people yeah i i, I definitely think it'll it, it'll be next year for like for release I'm, I'm fairly confident in that and i'm hoping optimistically that uh you know before fall starts we could get it out but again i don't know i don't want right. to say that's for sure when it'll come out or anything like that maybe sooner maybe later i don't know so 
do you have enough scenes with no VFX that we could maybe get a no VFX trailer? I could do that, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. I, I, okay. My, my, my thought process is, uh, you know, when I drop this trailer, I want um, it to show everything that we're going to be bringing to the table. I want people to say, oh, this is the quality of the scenes, the audio, the VFX. Like, because our big slogan with this is you'll believe again. Like, because they say, you know, yeah. in 1978, you'll believe a man can fly. And our thing is you'll believe again. So, like, it needs to be convincing enough in, in, in those areas. And that's also the first time that everyone will get to hear our universe's uh, Superman theme. It'll be used at, in the trailer for uh, for the, the trailer music. So, yeah. Well, I am definitely excited. Um, I cannot wait. I was one of the, the backers of this project. So, I'm, I'm eagerly exciting, excited about this whole thing. Um, but uh, for everyone, Superman Solar should be coming out ideally next year. Yes. And stay tuned because I I can't wait. And I hope everyone can equally sh share that excitement. So Was this experience – Taylor, Taylor's about to wrap up. Was this experience um, – has this experience in your life been positive enough that you would want to embark on this again? That, this ne that you, the lessons that you learned in this, you would maybe want to go and do this again? Um, I was telling, I was telling Taylor before the show started that out of all the projects I worked on, this one went the smoothest, like as a whole, while I was shooting, everything was, was very good. There wasn't a whole lot of like hiccups or negative things that happened. Um, everything kind of came together well. And the thing is like, I'm not, a, I'm not shutting out that nothing would ever be done again, but also uh, I want people to understand is like, these are a big undertaking when you do these. It's not just you, you launch a campaign and you say, well, it'll get funded. Like, I sent out emails and messages and, and posted and shared it, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times. I, you know, I got the suit made ahead of time and, and all these things. It, it takes a lot of time away from your family, a lot of your own personal money. And so it, it is very draining. So I think it really comes down to how well this is received, um, not just by viewership, but it has to if we did a sequel or anything like that, it would have to be monetarily the same or bigger uh, money raised. To, to go forward because you don't want to go oh it'll be less quality than this one can't wait right. guys you know right. so so that's kind of where my head's at. i'm not against it but we'll have to see mm. uh we will have the information here but where can people go to find out uh follow you how can they get updates on this and this whole process uh pro the, probably the best place to get updates right now is just my instagram page which is instagram.com slash a list lk and uh or my youtube page a list productions um and then also the indiegogo page i'm still putting updates on there um it's uh indiegogo you can just search superman solar on there and you'll find it i don't remember the exact url because they come up with their own thing for that so but all right well thank you for joining us today and uh as we get more stuff i'm gonna have you on more we're gonna get you. anytime you let put me that know. trailer out we'll bring you on and we'll like yes. here's the trailer everyone let's talk about that trailer with I'm, the guy 100 there you let me know i'm down for it wonderful thank you so much thank you guys and thank you everyone for joining us today uh you can support us and help us do what we want to do patreon.com slash the culture nerd a big thank you to all of our uh, supporters and i've been your host taylor murphy my co-host michael santel and Again, if you want to get, follow us, thank you for joining us. Uh, scan that QR code. Find us wherever you want on social media. We're on every platform. And we will see you next time, everyone. Thank you again. Bye.